0: together growing in faith, changing communities. Today, dear friends, we are celebrating one of the greatest solemnities of the church, the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary into heaven. And I would like to present a case looking at this beautiful, great woman that the Holy Mother Church, in a great wisdom, has given to us as a model of faith. And I would like to argue my case based on two basic readings. The first one coming from the first reading, the book of Revelation in chapter 12, where you find this woman who is clothed in the sun that has the diadems of the stars around her head that stands on the moon, She is about to give birth to a son. And we know that history has taught us that this woman has been identified as Mary. This woman has been identified as the Holy Mother Church. But this woman can also be you and I. But let us accept the first argument that this woman is identified as Mary. She is about to give birth to a son and right in front of her there is a red dragon that wants to snatch the child at the moment of its birth and to destroy and kill the child. The first thing I want to talk about is that Mary is not a goddess. She's not God. She's not divine. She's human like all of us. And the church has never made Mary a goddess, a divine person. She has always been a human person. And so the first element that we pick up in Mary is that she too is a fearful person. When the dragon is in front of her wanting to snatch and to kill her baby, Mary is afraid. Mary is in need of God's intervention. And hence if you read the account, the Lord takes mary and mary is flown into the desert where she is there in a place that has been prepared for her safety and so you realize that mary is also filled with anxiety she's filled with fear she's filled with uncertainty but there's something that god has always been and continue to be not only in the life of Mary, but also in our own lives. He's faithful. What he has promised to do, he does. He delivers to his word. And so the Lord protects the woman in the first reading. The Lord protects Mary in our lives. You go into the gospel of Matthew When the angel of the Lord comes to Joseph and says to Joseph, get up, take Mary and take the child and go into Egypt because Herod seeks to kill the child. Once again, you see another human aspect of Mary where she has to get up early in the morning, late at night, looking for a place where she can hide with her baby she becomes a foreigner in a foreign land a wanderer an asylum a refugee where she wants and where she seeks comfort and protection for her family how many of our people continue to struggle the same life how many of our people have no homes how many of our people had to move away from where they were because they are seeking for a better life? Once again, if you go to the Gospel of Luke in chapter 2, Mary and Joseph take Jesus into the temple for the presentation. Simeon looks at Mary and he says to her, Your heart will be pierced by the lance. For this child of yours is destined for the destruction of many. No child will grow up like that. No mother wants to hear words like that spoken about their children. And so Mary keeps all these things in her heart knowing that this child inasmuch is a baby, is God himself, but this child will bring so much pain and misery in her heart. The ultimate pain for me is when Mary stands at the foot of the cross. When she looks at a child being killed in front of her. When she receives the lifeless body of Jesus. When she calls his name and he doesn't get up. She realizes he's gone. Why do we celebrate the Assumption? The assumption of Our Lady, if you go to the beautiful theology of the church, when her life on earth was ended, she was assumed body and soul into heaven. Go to the psalmist, for the Lord did not allow her body to see decay. What the Lord, what God does to Mary, it's what God has destined to do to all of us. Death is a result of sin. Sin is a result of a disobedience to God. Mary is conceived without sin. Mary is incapable of sin. Mary lives a sinless Life. Hence, at the end of her journey, she doesn't have to see death. She's assumed as all of us would have been had we not sinned. But then there's also another beautiful concept for me when it comes to the assumption of Our Lady. If you go to the litany, we speak of mystical rose, Rosa mystica. On the bed where, which lay, on which her body lay, when she was assumed into heaven, the only thing that they could find was this rose that nobody could explain. Hence the word mystical rose that remained and reminded us that Mary's life had gone up to God. If you go to the joyful mystery of the rosary, or rather the glorious mystery of the rosary the fourth mystery is the assumption of our lady but the fifth is absolutely beautiful the coronation of our lady and all the saints what does the assumption mean not only does god take us from this earthly life but he has prepared A place for each and every one of us in the heavenly place and in the heavenly place coronation takes place go to the gospel of John chapter 14 do not let your hearts be troubled where I am going I also want you to be with me so what is it that we celebrate as a church today We celebrate the fulfillment of God's blessings. We celebrate life of abundance for those who remain faithful to God. In conclusion, if you go to the gospel of today, when Mary goes to Elizabeth, the only thing that Mary can say at the end of it all, my soul glorifies the Lord. My spirit glorifies rejoices in God my Savior. For the Lord has done great things for me. Mary is human. She's gone through difficulties. But in the midst of everything else, she doesn't have time to complain. But she gives praise to God. For God has been faithful. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father